generally the way this woman's disease goes is first they think she might have a, a brain tumor and house is like nah then they're like she's got bloody 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 blood and he, they give her steroids or something to this and she seems to get better but then she doesn't get better no more and then they're all like hmm what could it be could it be this could it be that who knows uh let's send that guy to go break into her house and look through her stuff because that might help us figure out what's going on because doc even though they they do point out they just get her keys but house is like you you can break into houses break into this woman's house and look through her stuff and see if see if we can find out just what she's getting sick from turns out it's ham turns out it's ham yeah it's ham because uh, doctor guys are like i'm gonna eat this ham make myself a sandwich but i thought was weird anyway because how long has she been in hospital i don't know but she could have been in there a, a, a while that food could be all, gone off anyway <laughs> why would you do that um also this just feels like yeah they want this to be a a procedural because they're having the, the investigation in a house which isn't really a doctory thing to do like doc- no doctors no, but... don't do this <laughs> These doctors do this quite a lot because they're not just because because the it's like the it's God it's like diagnosis murder <laughs> without the murder <laughs> or Quincy like you're not doing this is not your job but there is there is a killer on the loose Patrick it's disease yes it and the weirdest part of this entire thing where this guy goes. I don't know what the character's name was. Um, Which one? The one that was smelling the floor. Oh, Foreman. Foreman. What the thing was what Foreman is doing, like going to her stuff, smelling the floor of her classroom. Why the hell is he smelling the door of her classroom while there was a class happening? Couldn't because he have? They, he needed the science now. <laughs> couldn't they have done that when the kids were on like a break or after school hours? But then he'd never find out that they have a bird. Surely he'd find out that they had a bird by merely looking. <laughs> because last I checked, birds weren't invisible. That bird is. We don't see a bird. <laughs> That's probably why they had to have that, because they couldn't get a bird. <laughs> or you wouldn't have a cute kid going. Yeah. We also have, we had a pet, but was a gerbil and it's dead or something i don't know and but they also got a parrot and parrots aren't pets because they're birds uh but it's, it's also an excuse for a comedy scene where he sniffs a floor <laughs> like looking for mold apparently he has a he has a nose thing because he sniffs a lot is he like a has he got like a hyper-powered nose or something um i don't know it doesn't really come up that often <laughs> But he spent this whole episode sniffing things. And it's not mentioned as to whether this is a, a thing he does or if he's got like a special nose power or what. <laughs> it's just a weird quirk. They don't actually explain. I guess they think it's going to be funny for him to sniff a floor. Um. Then the... Uh, the their like boss doctor ladies all like, why are you putting this woman who has a brain tumor on steroids? That doesn't help anything. And he's all like, 
I'm doing a doctor. I'm making doctory choices. And she's all like, grr. And then checks on the thing. And the woman's getting better. And so she's like, okay, let's not take her off the steroids. Then she gets worse. And then they find out it's all the, that the ham, if they, they think ham, they go, tapeworms. And then they find, they figure out there's a tapeworm in her brain. Because I guess that can happen. Um, and let's talk about this whole thing where Rebecca spends the entire episode going um, wanting to meet House and not meeting him. Yeah, that's that's a weird aspect of the plot. Yeah. Um, because you can't do that every week. <laughs> It, it, it kind of be a really weird formula. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's only because it's the first episode, and they want to establish that he's not that he's he's a curmudgeon, but he's got a heart yeah. of gold, <laughs> and he actually cares deep down inside. Because when she's gets to a point when she's um, after this, after first ask, after asking one of the doctors if she's going to ever meet House, having a seizure, or she she has a seizure. And it gets to a point where she's so fed up of having so many different medical treatments forced upon her that she's, you know, she's going blind. She's can't walk. She's, you know, she, she, she's wearing it. She says herself, she's wearing an adult diaper. Uh, she's had all sorts of stuff done to her. She's like, I just want to go home and die, which I, I think, you know, makes sense. Well, she's, yeah, after what she's been through. She's a human guinea pig, but House is like, yeah, well, there's no such thing as dying with dignity. Snap, snap, snap. I really liked Hilary in that scene. That was a, that was probably the best scene in the whole thing. To be quite honest, that was an actual good scene. It was they, the the fact that it was they had it raining in the background and they lit it all like that was real on real obvious. Like did it have to be raining? Like <laughs> seriously? <laughs> did, 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 did just was that just mood rain? Well, it's Boston. It's been known to rain in Boston. <laughs> Not, uh, not always just for dramatic reasons. That was, yeah, just, that was totally mood rain. That was totally mood rain. Uh, it's like, fine. I just had a thought about something I forgot to do midway through this conversation. Um, uh, never mind, that, edit that bit out. Uh, me. In the, um, so, things aren't really working. She wants to doubt dignity, but he's like, nope. We can prove that you're full of worms by x-raying you in the leg because worms love thigh muscles. Um, so they, they x-ray her and there's a little tiny tapeworm in her thigh and they keep treating her and she gets better. Um, and House tells his lady doctor staff person that she's pretty and that's why he hired her. And she's obviously annoyed at this because you wouldn't, you be? Uh, yeah. It's it's a logical logical consequence of being told this, yes. But it's it seems so. But she's also damaged, Alan. She's pretty and damaged. I mean, that means she's got stuff in her past, probably. Um, but let's talk about the weirdest part of Rebecca's whole thing. The yeah, the the kids come in. The kids come in. All of them. All of them to visit their teacher. And they're always happy to see her. And uh, 
she demands a kiss and a hug from all of them. Yeah, that's kind of that's a, overly close from a teacher. That's a red flag right there. That's a big red flag. You're not. They're not supposed to even touch the kids, let alone hug them. Well, it was 2004, Patrick. That's no, like even then they years ago. Even then they couldn't do that. That came in. That definitely came in in like the early 2000s. That that that's just weird. What kind of what kind of weird ass school? Is that woman working in? That's not right. <laughs> um, turns out that was the implication the entire time that a uh, floppy-haired doctor was the guy she was seeing. Because they never say it, but he's the one who brought her to the attention of House. He says he's her, he's her cousin, but they're all like, she's not Jewish. She had ham in her in her. What name did they give at the start? What name did they give who at the start? The, uh, but they're talking about the boyfriend. What what name did they use? Brad. Uh, no, then it can't be because Wilson's name's Robert. Huh. But then, why was... Uh, oh, uh, that's that's Wilson's character. Wilson cares. He cares. That's his character trait. He cares. He, he, he cares too much. I thought the implication was he was the guy that she was secretly banging. Uh, yeah, I can see that, but um, no, uh, in future episodes, Wilson just uh, has a trait of going to incredibly long uh, reaches for for his patients, just because because he's an oncologist and he likes cancer. But that man's personality thing is just he cares too much. Yeah. Oh my god, he cares too much. Oh boy. He cares so House doesn't have to. <laughs> they they got they got one guy with no empathy and one guy with all the empathy and they put them on the same team to balance each other out. <laughs> ridiculous. And it's it's it, it's ridiculous in a tacky way. <laughs> like that's just so Nothing in this is really original. You're absolutely right. Nothing. Everything has been done before and done better. How did this thing last so long? Is it just because Hugh Laurie is great? Uh, is it mostly that? Season one of House is incredibly formulaic. Like even more. Like I, I know House as a show is formulaic always but season one is so rigid because it's 2004 they're just learning about this new thing called character based storytelling where you can have long running arcs and things uh, uh, towards the end of the season it actually starts to, to pick up and become a lot more character based and characters get developed which is nice uh, for example you learn what Cameron's damage is Actual character uh, development happens. Yeah, actual character development happens. It, it, there's an episode at the, near the end of season one called Three Stories, which is probably the best episode of House. Uh, and that's the thing that, that cemented 
Doctor House for me. This is the thing that kept me watching. But season one is chewing gum. God, this 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 episode is is bloody well chewing gum. It's it's, it's used up chewing gum under someone's chair. The uh, the thing I think that made House the success that it, it uh, at least in the first year is that it was a new take on medical drama. But it was doing medical drama, but it was doing it as a police procedural, as opposed to yeah. uh, your your standard medical drama, which is the, like your yours, mm. where it, it's uh, events happening around the lives of the doctors, or you know your diagnosis murders or your Quincy's, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. which are police with, procedurals with, with doctors. Yes. Um. And this thing ends as well with uh, you can't always get what you want playing after the reference earlier to the philosopher Jagger. And I, it just made me think that a couple of years from now, uh, a TV pilot will be made for a show called Californication that begins and ends with the exact same song and is just so much more fun and better. And has David Duchovny being the world's most charismatic plank of wood. It's we should do that one day. We probably uh, should, yeah. It's you, you, you have gone on uh, at length about Californication in the past. It's 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 got all the David Duchovny butt you want. <laughs> it, it's like it's it's compared to what we usually watch this show. It's fairly raunchy, but it, it's it's so much fun um, compared. This I, I I literally as you can tell, listeners, I did not like this, and I didn't I, and I liked I didn't like it for all the reasons you pretty much laid out. It's like Alan said, it's it's chewing gum. There's there's it's, there's nothing here that makes me want to watch House ever again. To be quite honest with you, I found this a dull, aching experience of like the only thing that's interesting about it was the fact that. I guess the the weird hoops they went through to get this diagnosis done was interesting, yeah. and some of the shots were interesting. That one scene was nice, but the, the like the 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 you know dying there's no dying with dignity scene was nice, but it was all so by the numbers yeah. that like I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch this and. I promised it's been house has been around for as a thing, even though it's finished a few years ago, it's been around a decade plus and I've not had the inclination to watch it. And this hasn't inspired me to want to watch anymore. <laughs> That's a pity. Um, if you ever feel an urge, you want to watch Hugh Laurie being amazing. That that's season one, episode three stories. It, it It's first off, it breaks the formula. <laughs> completely uh, because it's house giving a lecture and talking about past cases as uh, and you just get Hugh Laurie in front of a, a lecture room being funny I'll watch Hugh Laurie being amazing I'll watch you know Jeeves and Worcester or yeah, yeah you could do that or Fry and Laurie <laughs> he tends to be less grumpy in those though he tends to be less grumpy in those but 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 I, I, I realized recently that I, I physically act like Hugh Laurie on camera sometimes. 
<laughs> which is a weird trait that I've discovered I have. Um, I literally, I, I got compared in something I was doing for something else um, to give a little bit of context for listeners. I, I was had reason to be compared to Hugh Laurie by uh, someone we were watching back some footage. It was it was not at all unfounded either. <laughs> uh, so, like, obviously, you liked House in general for most of its run. Yeah, I, I like House in general. This episode isn't particularly great. There, I, there's there's no yeah. real good character moments. It's all about setting up the formula. Uh, there's none of the, the, the good stuff that will come later, really. Yeah, I've watched two episodes. Except epi- that one scene that we talked about with Yurari. Yeah, I've watched two episodes of House ever, separated by several years. Um, and I think it's been fairly evident for the past hour or so that I've, I've not really, in- I, I, I not really, really didn't enjoy this. And I didn't. Like, I can see why it works. Yeah, but it's not for you. It's really not for me. I, I, I like. I don't like. I, I'm not sure I can really articulate exactly what I like better in better things. Like, I guess Monk is a good example of this kind of formulaic show that I like better because it's slightly. Lighter, I guess, but still, I think overall this was just a better written. Certainly, in the face of this one, this one episode, a better written, quirkier show, possibly lighter. I I can watch darker stuff, but I guess cause I, I I I like things a little bit quirkier. I suppose is one way of putting it. House can be quirky. Yeah. This is a terrible example of it. Uh, it, it... Uh, and because we, we judge by pilots. <laughs> mm. Yep. It's... Nothing it's... gets a second chance. No. <laughs> there are no second chances here on pilot season. We judge you by your pilot and your pilot alone, which is probably a terrible way of judging some shows. But, but this is what TV executives do, and yeah. we have delusions of grandeur. We, yes, we do. Um, Looking at the list, I don't know where this goes. Um, middle. Based on your reaction, I was looking at the middle, yes. Middle. Uh, okay, let's pick something from around that period then. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. Um, both, they're, they're both formula mm. shows to me. Big Bang Theory is your standard Chuck Lorre thing. And that was actually the, the, the Big Bang Theory pilot was, 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 like, was actually speaking of Californication and raunchier stuff, raunchier affairs than the actual uh, show. Um, I don't know if it's... They feel on par to me. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're both kind of underdeveloped. Yeah. Um, if there's... A point to be made in House's favor. It's shot nicer. Yeah, it's, it is nicely shot, which puts it, it, it like oh, Big Bang Theory just has is shot like a sitcom. 
you know. But, it's, uh, but the thing about the the pilot is also it's weirdly dark. Yeah, that was weird. It was it was shot like a it was it was shot less like less. It wasn't cartoon-y. a super yeah. It wasn't the super bright lights you, you yeah. usually get in sitcoms. It, but it wasn't like shot realistically either because it was still a soundstage. Yeah. So it was unusual. I think that's a possibly one for um, House there. Because above that is Pride of the X Men, and mm. I don't know. It's been a while since we watched that. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know if it's. I think you enjoyed Pride of the X Men more than you enjoyed House. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. So uh, is it going in there at number eighteen then? I think it's going to have to because I can't see. I, I I can't think of any good justification to really push it lower, even though I didn't like it. I can't think of any justification to put it higher because I didn't like it. Yeah, uh, if it was lower than Big Bang Theory, it'd be Set of Sunset, and it's it's better than Set of Sunset. Yeah, that's true, and 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 because you like, like you know, you, I don't think you have any qualms with putting it any higher. Want to put it any higher or lower? It's not. A, it's not the best part. It is certainly. Uh, I, I've said this a few times now, but there are better, far better episodes of House. It, it's really a show that took a, 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 a good while to actually find its feet. I think it's interesting when we watch shows, especially ones like this, where, where one of us has watched more of it than the other. And it's also interesting when we have very differing opinions <laughs> yes on the show which doesn't happen nearly as much because alan is so amiable <laughs> well uh, and also we have similar tastes this is why we're friends this is true <laughs> like it's I, always nice to find these lines yes i don't think we've had this much of a of a of a differing opinion on something since way way back when you maybe you made me wa- read that comic book oh yes or did not like old... you yeah, for the old yeah. podcast, I really hated Chew, which is uh, it is kind of embarrassing because the the creator of the thing favorited the tweet about it. <laughs> so if he ever listened to that, he'd have heard me hate on his work, and you like it, <laughs> John Layman. If you're still listening to us talk into the ether, I'm sorry. I liked it. I hope that came across. That was Rob something. Oh, it was Rob Guillory, the artist. Yeah. Ah. I can't remember. He, he was one of my favorite. Then I don't mind. I think I... I don't care. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> next week, we're going for more shows starring British actors who have become much bigger deals after this show, or in some ways because of that show. Um, as well, we House, wo- was, House was definitely when Hugh Norrie became a big deal. Definitely. And this, I... There was a start, really, for one Mr. Simon Pegg. We're going to watch Space, which I think I've seen before. I don't remember very well. Well, you'll certainly remember next week. I will. Um, well, though Space is the, I guess, sister show to uh, Black Books, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. It shares lots of actors and stuff, but... Such as Simon Pegg being in one episode of Black Books and being, and Bill Bailey was in a few episodes of Spaced. I think that's I think that's the connection. 
Uh, so next week we watch Spaced, uh, which is a show about nerdy people. <laughs> Sounds like something else we watched once. <laughs> Sounds like the life we lead almost. <laughs> um, well, this has been another episode of Pilot Season. Uh, a slightly more, I don't know, visceral reaction from me than normal. <laughs> Something less rundowny uh, or plot by plot discussion he won. Um, I'm running out of words to say because I'm actually getting quite tired. Um, I think Alan is too. I can kind of guess by the sound of his voice. Um, <laughs> this has been another episode of Pilot Season. I have been Patrick Brogan, and you can find me at theunemployedhistorian.com, at nerdvice.com, at ortigomer.com, at youtube.com forward slash, I think, the unemployed historian or something like that. Um, YouTube URLs are weird. Um, other places too, probably, uh, if, you, if you really want to. Uh, but Alan Byrne, if people want to find you, where could they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter, where my username is at Alan Byrne, spelled A-L-A-N-B-E-I-R-N-E. Uh, I'm also on Tumblr, that's alanbyrne.tumblr.com, or you could go to alburn.com, which is my website, but it got horribly misdiagnosed. It, was, uh, it, it looked like it had a, a, a database infection, but it, it's now... It, it turns out that it was actually just a bug in its CSS code. I thought you were going to say that you, your site had ta- had had a tapeworm, <laughs> but you went down the you you went down that 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 techie route, which makes sense for you. Um, <laughs> we'll be back next week, people, and we'll be going into space. To, ah, see what did there. Goodbye. Bye. Ah. I hope people don't expect actual space next week. <laughs> they will be very disappointed. Well, if we do, we'll be dead wrong. <laughs>